Hi, this is Mark, Hustock Tech Team, and this is our Futurist Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for five-year-old Jonah Sullivan. He went missing from La Jolla, California on April 30th, 2012. This is considered a family abduction. Jonah is Caucasian, three foot five, 40 pounds, with blue eyes and light brown hair. He may be in the company of his mother, and they may still be in the local area, or they may have traveled to Phoenix, Arizona, and or Alabama. Jonah has a small scar on his chin and right cheek. His front tooth is chipped, and he may be going by the nickname of Sully. If you know of Jonah Sullivan's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Jonah Sully Sullivan, please click on the link on the Voice America Kids homepage. Our future is missing. Or go to futuresmissing.com. Thank you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be it's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Hello and welcome to our program, Express Yourself, where a show by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Star Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Stephen Zhao. And I'm Young John, and we are teen hosts for today. Teen actor and world-famous skydiver Justin Tinucci will be with us for segment two and three. But first, we're going to our gift of giving reporter, Caitlin Erstad. So what's your segment about today, Caitlin? Hey, guys. Actually, today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite organizations and how you can make a difference currently now with school started for most of us. And that's what I'll be talking about. Sounds awesome. Take it away. Looking to make a difference? Giving back can be simple for all ages. Many of us can probably relate to the childhood memory of holding a lemonade stand. I remember selling freshly squeezed lemonade with my sisters in my front yard when we were younger. Lemonade, ice cold lemonade, we would sing out and ring a bell to attract attention to our little business. We were young entrepreneurs, often filling our time with newspaper routes and babysitting jobs. Holding a lemonade stand is an easy task, right? Alexander Scott, better known as Alex, was an ambitious and determined four-year-old with a mission when she first held her lemonade stand. She turned her lemonade stands into something more than just a simple act, though. Days before her first birthday, Alex was diagnosed with neuroblastoma. 
For anyone who's unfamiliar with the disease, it's a type of childhood cancer that is most commonly found in children's ages 5 and under. Despite the little girl's failing health, at 4 years old, she was determined to make a change. Every penny raised to Alex's lemonade stand was donating to childhood cancer research. At 8 years old, she reached her million-dollar goal before passing away and leaving a legacy behind. I'm an active volunteer and ambassador for the organization, holding many lemonade stands through Alex's charity. Over the summer, I was selected for and attended the Student Leadership Academy, which is a program that the organization, Alex's Lemonade Stand, holds. High schoolers from 15 different states and even from the country Taiwan traveled to Pennsylvania to learn hands-on about teamwork, compassion, and of course, leadership. We learned about Alex's life and a dream personally from parents, volunteers, and other inspiring speakers. She has proof that kids can, in fact, make a difference. Nowadays, the organization is still spreading the message that Alex created. Besides funding research and studies for childhood cancer, the charity also provides a travel program for families who are required to travel for a, for a child's cancer treatment. Eligible families can receive necessities such as transportation, lodging, and meals during their delicate excursions. The simple act, stemming from a four-year-old's front yard the lemonade stand, has created a larger impact than anyone could have ever imagined. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, while September 12th is specifically National Childhood Cancer Awareness Day. This month, I challenge all of you to do your own Alex's Lemonade Stand. Of course, you can host an Alex's Lemonade Stand anytime throughout the year, not just September, though. If you visit Alex's website, alexslemonadestand.org, you can learn more about Alex's mission and how you can be a part of a big change. September also marks the 11th year since the Twin Towers in New York City were attacked. This year, today, in memory of those who lost their lives, dedicate the day to a service project. Write a card to a soldier serving your country overseas. Save a life by donating blood through an organization like Red Cross. Or be creative and put your own idea into action. Will you demonstrate the gift of giving this month? Wow, that's just so amazing what Alex did. Yeah, it's really inspiring. Yeah, it's a, oh, I mean, a four-year-old uh, thinking of a lemonade. The lemonade stand yeah. idea is a very simple idea, you would say, but the way that she put that into action and brought so much out of it is really inspiring. How long ago was this uh, story, do you know? Uh, well, she started the actual lemonade stand when she was four, and so for a few years, because she was born in 1996, which is 96. why it really... Oh. Um, yeah, so yeah. it really struck a chord with me because I was born in 1996 as well. So, you know, we would have been the same age. So knowing that someone, and she's right from Pennsylvania and I'm from New Jersey. So knowing that someone my age from right around the corner did something like this really touched my heart. Yeah, that's, um, I actually thought it was a lot further back. And 1996 is really recent. And it's hard to believe that even now, recent times, people rely on medicine a lot. But frankly, yeah. there are some things they can't do. And sometimes we just have to kind of deal with it, I guess. Kaylin, what other, yeah. Kaylin, what are some other projects uh, that you've seen like this that you think kids and teens can accomplish at any age, frankly? 
Well, I think that projects uh, are generally, they can be very time-consuming, and most of them aren't very easy. But some of the, you know, more simpler ones, I think, would be, you know, cleaning a local park um, on any given afternoon, or just going through your closet and donating your gently used clothing, you know, that you've grown out of. I think those are just some simple, you know, ideas. And running a drive, whether it be for clothing or toys, is a bit more difficult but if you're looking for something more challenging, I think people shouldn't be scared of that. You know, don't let the time commitment and, you know, the responsibility of it stop you. Because although some projects can be harder than others, they're all really rewarding in their own ways. Mm-hmm, definitely. Since you've held the officials Alex's Lemonade Stand before, what's the process of hosting one? Well, if you actually visit the official Alex's Lemonade Stand website, as I said earlier, alexslemonadestand.org, um, mm-hmm. you can just register, you know, your personal Alex's Lemonade Stand online, and then it will be listed on the website, and the packet will be sent to you with lots of important information, and it'll just tell you how to hold a successful stand. They'll send you a banner, instructions, and more, and then you can send the money that you raise back to the organization, which overall will make a huge difference. Yeah. What's been your favorite service project? Well, recently I just finished up the back-to-school drive and distribution, so that was really, really neat. We were collecting new and gently used uh, school supplies, and we were distributing that in backpacks. So that was really definitely one of my favorites. And then now I'm working on Halloween costumes for children in need throughout my community because – you know, regardless of a child's financial situation, I think that they should be able to enjoy any holiday, whether it be Christmas and Christmas toys or Halloween and Halloween costumes. I feel like they shouldn't miss out just because they're not in the best financial situation. Yeah, just don't go around giving out plastic knives to everyone. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I would not suggest that. Yeah. Hey, Caitlin, so uh, when it comes to service projects, it's very obvious that, you know, one person can't do too much, but then a lot of people together, such as this Alex's Lemonade Stand becoming so famous, can actually make such a difference. How would you suggest building a community to volunteer? How would you suggest encouraging other people to help you volunteer so that it's not just one person, it's a lot of people working together? Yeah. Well, I think just by sharing your you know, positive experiences with them, I think they will probably want to join you just by telling them what a great time you had stocking food at the food pantry or what an inspiring afternoon you had visiting residents at a nursing home or whatever service project you've done. By spreading the word, most people will want to follow in your example. And I think just by sharing your stories, in no time people will join you in the really unique hobby. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what's your favorite part of, about spreading the gift of giving? Well, personally, I just love knowing that I've inspired someone and that's mm. simply because I shared my experience with them. They might strive to make a difference too. And yeah. the people who dedicate time, whether it just be an hour or two, the bigger impact we can make as volunteers, it's just joining together, I think makes the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to pop something on you, Caitlin, that you're probably not going to expect. But I'm going <laughs> to pretend to be a very... Um, annoying brat who doesn't want to do any volunteering. And I want to hear what you... It's not too much of a stretch for you, Stephen. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I I, I want to see what what you would have to say to some some of these popular complaints. For example, if I I said that there's too much schoolwork and I have to focus on my studies, like I don't have time to volunteer, what would you tell us? 
Well, I think I would just tell you that, you know, you really have to give it a chance. You have to give it a shot. You can't judge the activity before you haven't even done it. And, you know, personally, I know when I don't balance my time properly, it definitely can become a problem and it can interfere with class commitments. But I just always remind myself what my priorities are and that helps keep me focused. So maybe that would work for you, Stephen. <laughs> okay, what if I say that uh, I don't think we can, I, I think that maybe we can do- raise maybe $200, but in the end that does nothing. There's no point in doing so anyways. Oh, okay. That's a tough one. Well, I think I would just tell you that, you know, $200 may not seem like a lot to you, but to someone else, that's, you know, an entire meal. That's, you know, a bill of groceries. $200 really can go very far, um, whether the project may be for cancer research or whether the project may be for a homeless shelter. Obviously, cancer research, for that, you need millions of dollars, but you know, Alex was only a four-year-old girl and she raised a million dollars. So I think you just have to look at successful stories and hope that helps you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final complaint. I don't want All to right. go onto the beach and pick up garbage. It's disgusting. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I think there are many opportunities. There are even some opportunities that you can do at home on the community, on the um, computer, just virtual opportunities. I think you need to broaden your horizons and, you know, get on a website like volunteenation.com and they can direct you to local projects that are going on, whether it be, you know, a beach cleanup, if that's not for you, that's okay. That's not for everyone. <laughs> or maybe a nursing home opportunity or a homeless shelter opportunity. Really, there are so many different chances to volunteer. It's pretty endless. You're very yeah. convincing, Caitlin. Every <laughs> million you. starts with $200, so every Definitely. dollar does count. Yeah. Hey, what was that website again? Do you want to repeat it so everyone listening can write it down if they want to? Oh, yeah. Well, Alex's uh, website, I'll just mention that one again because that was mm-hmm. pretty important. That was alexslemonade.org. And also the other website, if you just Google Volunteer Nation, I'm not sure if it's .com or .org. I should probably know this, but <laughs> it directs you to opportunities just specifically for teens, which is always nice because sometimes, you know, you want to do projects with other peers your age. So yeah. that's a really great website, Volunteer Nation. Mm-hmm. All right. To all of our listeners, thank you so much, Caitlin. And don't worry, we're not suggesting that you go out and get into the beach and pick up all of the trash and poo that's sitting around. I mean, we're volunteering here on the radio show, too. And Yongju and I are having a, t- a great time, right? Yes, definitely. That sounded a little hesitant. I'm sorry, I'm not ready with you asking these things, though. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break right now. I hope everyone is encouraged and do check out these websites for how you can give back to your community in a variety of ways. When we return, we're going to be talking to Justin Tanucci, a teen actor about, well, acting, I guess. <laughs> I'm Steven Zhao. And I'm Young Juan. And like Steven said, there are so many different ways to volunteer. And you're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, link, gossip, and more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends, join our party. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. 
Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Stephen Zhao. And I'm Young Juan, and we are teen hosts. Before we get to today's special guest, I have a quick announcement for anyone who lives in the San Francisco Bay Area. Throughout the month of September, recycle your plastic bags at Whole Foods Market in Lafayette. It's the Nichols for Nonprofit campaign, and for every bag brought in, Five cents will be donated to the literary charity that brings you this program, Be the Star You Are. Five cents doesn't seem like much, but every penny counts for a charity like ours. And if you think about how many plastic bags we all have sitting under our sinks, I'm pretty sure we can travel, get, gather up, up enough bags for at least a couple bucks per person. And once you have enough people, that's actually a lot of money. Yeah, if everyone did that, Be The Star You Are could afford to buy the computer program we need to record when you, Steven, or our network director can't record our show. Yeah, okay, computer everyone. programs are expensive. <laughs> yeah. So bring your bags to Whole Foods in Lafayette. And now, to our special guest. Today, Steven and I have the pleasure of talking to Justin Tanucci. Justin is an up-and-coming young actor, musician, philanthropist, who lives in Los Angeles with his parents and his older sister, Kayla. He started his acting career at the age 10, but he's not your ordinary actor. In fact, he became very interested in acting after making an appearance on multiple talk shows and television shows for a unique sport he's involved in, indoor skydiving. 
Indoor skydiving, quite a unique sport to say the least. Now, Justin and his sister were the first kid indoor skydiving team in the world to compete against the adults skydivers in the wind tunnels. And this actually sparked some national media interest in Justin and ultimately led him to realize his love for acting as soon as he got on the TV. Since then, he's been extremely busy working on new projects such as the feature film Goat Island and most recently, the Muppets movie that I haven't seen and probably should see. He is also known for his roles in popular TV shows such as iCarly and Big Love. When he's not acting, Justin enjoys playing beat guitar with his teen band at local venues several times per month. He also spends a great deal of his free time volunteering for several charities. Justin has been very busy for the past six months because he was working on an anti-bullying PSA. He's also a regular volunteer for Help the Children, a food pantry serving needy families in Santa Clarita. He can be found lending a hand on Saturday mornings where he helps stock the shelves, back groceries, take inventory, and distribute pro- product to families in need. Wow, we could use him at Be The Star You Are, too. We definitely could. He's also a celebrity ambassador for A Place Called Home, enjoys helping the undeserved youth se- underserved sorry, youth center in Los Angeles. He's also part of the group called The Shoe Crew, which plans and organizes events to collect new shoes to donate to the youth, and he's passionate about helping kids who are not as fortunate he is and really enjoys working with them. Justin, you sound like an amazing character and it's an honor to meet you. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. So Justin, yeah. give us a br- brief overview. I know Yongju actually knows you personally, if I'm correct. Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. I, since I don't... Yeah, we used don't, to be neighbors. <sighs> well, lucky. <laughs> but since I don't, why don't you give me a brief overview of who you are? <laughs> um, my name is Justin Tanucci, of course. Um... I moved out from Colorado about three years ago to uh, do acting. You guys did an awesome job of giving me a little bio, so uh, there's not much else to say. But um, I've just been really interested in all of the entertainment industry stuff between music, acting. Um, I'm actually starting to get into behind-the-scenes stuff like video directing and editing. Um, Yeah, that's much it. (laughs) What's your favorite project so far? The favorite project that I've ever worked on, um, even though it wasn't the the biggest, craziest, like, action-adventure feature film, uh, it was a music for Sick Puss. Uh, the song is You're Going Down, and basically they take a whole new spin on, like, a battle war song, and they turn it into, a, like, a serious, legitimate kids water fight between the bullies and like nice guys and we just got to spend a whole summer day getting filmed shooting water balloons and throwing water balloons at each other so it was like playtime the whole time it was great that sounds really awesome justin now i know you're both uh an actor and a guitarist which one do you like more and besides what is your daily schedule like as an actor and musician that seems like a lot of stuff to have to balance um, you know, I, I can't really choose a favorite because I'm just so interested in both of them and they bring different friends, different personalities and different things into my life. And I can never do one over the other. I mean, I'm always going to be doing both no matter what. And, um, you know, as far as my schedule, it's, it's pretty busy. I mean, most people think that I would be working all the time and when I'm not working, I would be doing schoolwork, but the really cool thing about it is I have this great group of friends and 
it sort of pairs up what I'm doing in the industry with hanging out with my friends. So while I'm working um, and doing charity work, I'm still socializing and I mean, I'm pretty busy, but it's it's still all fun and games. So, so. you actually do have a social life. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to balance so many things. You, you imagine there's not going to be much so time in between, but that's really awesome that you can do so much. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, definitely a lot of fun. Who did you like working with best? Um, ooh, that's a tough one. I've worked with a lot of fun people, but I did an episode of Big Love on HBO. It was the season premiere of season five. And um, I got to work with Bill Paxton and Jeannie Triplehorn and all wow. the crew from that. I uh, I didn't play the nicest character. I was <laughs> I was a big bad bully in that. But, um, you know, the, the cast, especially Bill Paxton, he was the coolest guy ever. He's just a ton of fun to work with. Anybody else you've worked with? Uh, I've worked with um, Val Kilmer, of course, with um, my most recent feature film. DJ Caruso directed that, who also directed I Am Number Four and Eagle Eye. Eagle um, Eye, yes. <laughs> yes, great movie, right? Yeah. Um, I have worked with the iCarly cast, and I've, I've worked with a lot of people, and they're all just great, really nice people. The cool thing is that it seems like a wide variety of types. I mean, I can't imagine you playing a bully, but I'm sure you've played so many different other types of characters. How yeah. did you prepare for those? How, how do you, as an actor, prepare for different characters and, well, take on their you role? Know, I'm, I'm not much into the method version of acting, but for me what it is is you, no matter what character... I think that no matter what, you can relate to it in some way. So if I'm playing a bully, I mean, I just just got to reach into your inner meanness. Hey, <laughs> if I were to be a bully, why would I have a reason to beat someone up? Have I ever been mad in my life? So I just relate to all of those, and then it makes it really real and stuff. So I just relate to whatever character that I'm playing. Wow. What, what kind of acting training did you have? Say it again. What kind of acting training did you have? Um, uh, just various intensives, and my main acting coach is Amy Linden. She is the coolest girl ever. She's uh -huh. awesome. I've been doing lessons with her and privates uh, for over two years now, and um, she's helped me get to where I am now, and uh, yeah. So when we look at acting then, Justin, what's in your near future? What are you looking to do now? And do you want to be an actor in your entire life? What else do you have in the future planned? Um, I definitely want to be an actor my entire life. I mean, I love being on set. I don't find it to be, like, work at all. Yeah. And the I also, besides acting, I, I want to really get into, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. And, like, that's what I want to go to college for is... Um, well, a few things. I would probably go to college for more than four years, but uh, one is like editing and graphic animation, uh, like music engineering and music pro production, and then uh, directing and writing. So all in the industry, just a bunch of different fields, and I find a lot of fun in editing videos. Of course. Wow. And when did you have uh, start getting these interests? I mean, did you want to be an actor right when you were a little kid or <coughs> only recently? Um, you know, it was, it was a crazy way how I got into it. I mean, 
from the new shows and things that my sister and I got on for the indoor skydiving, um, I was just this wild little kid who would just talk on and on and on forever. And the the news anchors were like, oh my gosh, this kid is crazy. Um, <laughs> An interesting like, start to a career. <laughs> so I, uh, I went out for a, a casting call. Um, well, iCarly, we were on iCarly for the skydiving, and that was my first taste of it. So when, when I got back to Colorado, we saw this ad in the newspaper for a, a talent agency, and it was an open call. They gave us a little tiny, like, one-paragraph commercial script to read, and uh, I had no idea what I was doing. I worked all night to memorize it. I went in, and out of about 500 kids, they chose me and three other people to come out to California and test the waters. And I've actually only been back to Colorado four times since then. Oh, that's wow. really amazing. Yeah. So this is a pretty random question, but do people ever come up to you in random places like the supermarket for autographs and photos? Um, they don't. And, you know, <laughs> not I'm, not, I'm not too upset about that. <laughs> happy i mean if i do get to that point i'm not going to um be negative about it but uh it it hasn't happened yet (laughs) it's pretty actually kind of a good thing i mean celebrity yeah it gets a little messy at times from what i've heard (laughs) yeah but hey i'd have fun with it yeah thank you so much justin unfortunately we are out of time for this segment but we are thrilled you're going to be back next segment because we do want to talk to you about your musical skills also being the lead guitarist and what is it indoor skydiving and skydiving and your charity work a lot of other sides to your personality that we want to find out about so we'll see you next segment i'm steven Zhao, and i'm young juan listening to express yourself on the voice america kids network visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at expressyourselfkeenradio.com we'll be back in a bit we don't care how you got here we're just glad you showed up you're listening to voice america kids it's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Added Preservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Young Duan. And I'm Steven Zhao, and we are your teen hosts on today's episode of Express Yourself. Now, last segment, you heard the aspiring actor Justin talk about why he loves acting. He's back to talk about his other passions in life, of which he has several. We're especially really interested in the musical part now, but um, how did you first start uh, becoming a musician. Did you always know you were musically inclined? Um, you know, none of my family has any musical talent. I'm really the only one that ever picked up a musical instrument and continued playing it after a while. And, um, you know, I, I had a, uh, I'm not exactly sure the relative string here, but, uh, I had a family member who had a bunch of acoustic guitars. We went over to his house for dinner, and um, I just saw them, and he started playing them. He said he's been playing for, like, 20 years. I've seen a bunch of movies, and I uh, I knew that girls liked guitars. And, um, you know, it wasn't like it just it hit me. It just, I, I was like, hey, you know, I, I feel like I, I want to play guitar. Let's let's do that. That sounds like fun. And, you know, it was hard at first, like any other instrument. And but little did I know that I was actually going to become so into it that I want to do it for the rest of my life. Yeah, not surprised. I taught myself guitar a couple of years ago also, and I really love it now. And also your fingers start bleeding the first couple of months. But, you know, that happens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So what do you do now with your guitar skills? I know you're the lead, uh, lead guitarist of a band, but tell us more about that. Um, I am in a band right now called Like Our Last, and, you know, it's just the best situation ever. We're all best friends, and we just love playing music together. Um, we've performed a few times at some local gigs, and uh, we're starting to uh, enter into some band competitions and write original music. Our first original song, it's not yet on iTunes, but hopefully soon it will be is uh, Empty Smiles, and it's uh, we do a, a sort of indie alternative rock, and the other members of the band are Austin Anderson, Melissa Martinez, Rachel Fox, 
Brendan Egertson and John Borgard. We'll definitely look them up. It sounds awesome. And yeah. what about your kind of daily lifestyle in that band? Do you guys practice every day? What kind of recording? How do you guys record? Do you, are you guys looking for a contract and stuff like that? Um, you know, we don't have any signing labels yet, but um, we practice probably three times a week for two hours. Some of them are writing sessions. Some of them are to practice the songs that we already have. Um, and yeah, I mean, we just have so much fun each rehearsal and it doesn't even seem like a hard long practice. It's sort of just more like a hangout where friends get together and play music. How did you first meet your band? Did you guys know each other before you started? We were all just, it was like friends who knew friends and we all knew each other through the acting industry. Oh, so are you guys all actors too? Not all of us. Um, the the bassist John, he's not an actor, but Rachel, the the other guitarist, knew him through other venues and performances. Wow, you guys are all so connected. So, uh, what about your skydiving? How did you start that? Um, well, as I said before, we I'm originally from Colorado, mm-hmm. and um, they were just building this weird cement building that was like 30, 40 feet high, and it said indoor skydiving on it. And I was like, you know, that doesn't really make sense. How can you possibly skydive indoors? So out of curiosity, we went and tried it, and actually it's a vertical wind tunnel where the fans blow through the wind tunnel and it's enough air and pressure to make you float. And when you manipulate your body form, you can go in different maneuvers around the wind tunnel. And how old were you? I was seven. I was seven years old. Wow. Just a little kid flying at less than half of how fast it could go. Um, We didn't know that you could actually compete in it. And then we just heard about a competition in Arizona. So with our coach, Dan Perry, we... uh, we were like, hey, let's let's go try this out. We're not going to compete in the pro category or anything like that, but let's just go for fun. So we trained, we figured out all of the things that you need to do in it, and we went to the competition, and we actually got second place, and we beat out Air Force cadets wow. that were competing as well. So just from beating the Air Force cadets, we were like, whoa, hey, we can – even though we're little, we can actually do this, like actually compete. So we started going to competitions a few times a year. Then we started going to international competitions like in Bedford, England, against all of the most professional, like 20 years experienced skydivers. And um, we started getting like international titles and um, we started getting news recognition because of... um, because we're the only kids that competed professionally at the time, and that's sort of how I got into acting. Oh, wow. Wow. Are you excited about skydiving, like real skydiving? I remember your sister was counting down the years. Are you still looking forward to that? I am definitely counting down the days, minutes, (laughs) hours, and seconds until I look or until I turn 18. Um, here, hold on. I will tell you how many days, hours, minutes, and seconds. In just <laughs> of course right you would. 
You know, it's hard, it's hard to imagine. I mean, everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame, but you get it for indoor skydiving, of all things. And in a I competition, how, wait, how do you compete in indoor skydiving? Is it like making fancy moves or something, or a race? I, there are two different ways. One is a compulsory version where they draw a list of random things that you need to do, and you create all of the maneuvers for points as fast as you can in 35 seconds. And oh. Um, another is sort of like artistic, uh, ice skating and it's a choreographed routine with two people to music and, um, you get judged on technical difficulty, originality and synchronicity. Okay. I have it pulled up on our team website and I have 1,610 days, 15 hours, 45 minutes and 48 seconds until I turn 18. So that means you're about 15 years old. What? So that means you're about 15 years old. I'm actually 13 years old. A thousand <laughs> days times three. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Disappointing of you. How long are you guys in the air tunnel during one competition? Um, you know, it one skydive is equivalent to one minute in the wind tunnel. So normally for the artistic routines, uh, it's a one minute chore- choreography, and then the other one is 35 seconds. Oh. Um, but we actually broke a Guinness World Record. Someone else broke it, but and wow. to do it again. But for longest continuous indoor freefall, and that was one hour forty minutes in forty seconds. Oh wow! Do you still do? Do you still do? In- doing any of that? Do you still do indoor skydiving now? Maybe for like TV shows or movies, or yes. just for fun? I- my sister and I do. Uh, our last competition was in February, actually in Hollywood at iFly, Universal wow. City Walk, and we got first place ahead of second place by over fifty points. So that's a lot. It's really amazing. That's that's quite a bit. Oh wow, that's very <laughs> impressive. Sorry, we don't do indoor skydiving, so point rate systems are kind of different among different sports. Time then for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Justin, moving on to the final thing we wanted to talk to you about, and that's all the charity work that you do. Do you, What's your favorite project that you've worked on for charity so far? I know you've done so much for the teens over in Los Angeles, but what else is there? Um, I mean, I, I love just doing charity work. It uh, really humbles me. And, I mean, this summer alone I've done over 300 hours of community wow. service. But um, I work at small things like Habitat for humanity, help the children, but my main project this summer has been the shoe crew, in which my sister actually was the one that started that. We had a summer campaign starting in June, and since then we've had 11 events, and we've made over, or we've collected over 2,400 shoes for underprivileged youth in South Central Los Angeles through a place called Home and Shoes That Fit. Oh, wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, my official job for the shoe crew, besides helping out at each event doing the volunteer work, is I am filming at every event, and I oh. am actually currently putting together a documentary on, like a 20-minute documentary on our summer campaign. So it's a little bit of filming and directing experience for me, which I'm excited about. Is it your first huge film project? Or have um, you done other before? It's my first film project that is over 15 minutes. Um, I've done other, like, skateboarding videos and things like that. Um, but I actually did the introduction to the Shoe Crew video, which uh, my sister is starring in. It's on the Shoe Crew website at theshoecrew.org. No spaces, no capitals. 
you know. <laughs> take a look at that. So, Justin, on the first segment of this show, we were talking about how a lot of teenagers really just don't want to do that much volunteering because they're too busy or anything. What do you find about volunteering and doing charity work that so inspires you to continue doing it, unlike uh, maybe a lot of other people your age who really don't? <laughs> Uh, one of the things that really needs to inspire you is doing it with your friends and having fun. Because if it's just boring labor, you're not going to want to keep doing it. But if you're just, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're just doing what you want to do and if it's with friends and it's charity work, you know, that's one of the great things. And the other is, um, like, there are some charities where you can donate money or work at a, uh, just donate money and you never see where that money goes. I mean, it might be to pay a worker's salary or it might be uh, across the world in some other country. But the cool thing about the charities that I work with is it's not money and you get to see what is actually going to the children that you're helping. And like I, uh, on August 4th, we helped distribute shoes for back to school at a place called home. And we saw all these kids with just terrible sizes too small for them. Their soles were flopping off the, the rest of the shoe. And we we gave them brand new, um, metaphorically, <laughs> sparkling pairs of shoes. And um, they their faces just lit up. And that is the true inspiration for doing what I do just to see that the work that I go into it actually really helps people out. Yeah, you can definitely be inspired with that. It's such a great picture. Dustin, you've been an awesome addition to our show. Thank you so much for coming out onto our show. We are out of time, but I'm sure our listeners just want to hear and listen and know more about you. So thank you so much for joining us here today. Yeah, thanks guys for having me. Yeah, it was so fun interviewing you on Express Yourself. I can't wait to see your future films and endeavors in music. So for everyone else, go to his website, justintinucci.com, to learn more about him. And one last request for support for BTSIA. Whole Foods is donating 25 cents to Be The Star You Are charity for every like on their Facebook page through the end of September. So this is for everybody. And so please like facebook.com backslash WFM Lafayette L-A-F-A-Y-E-T-T-E and help us win up to $1,000. And thanks for your support. And if you live in the La Miranda area, don't forget to recycle your bags at Whole Foods for five cents for BTSYA. Thanks so much. We got to run. Again, thank you to Justin. If you guys want to know more about him, his website is justintinucci.com. Tinucci is spelled T-I-N-U-C-C-I. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. Don't go away. We'll be right back with our final guest reporter. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Young Juan. And I'm Stephen Zhao, and we're your team hosts. To wrap up our show, our Making a Difference reporter, Rachel Glass, who has been with us for a long time now, is back to share about more volunteering. Welcome back, Rachel. Hi. Take it away. Okay. During high school, when volunteering was mandatory, as in most high schools and even in some middle schools nowadays, volunteering seemed like work to many students and at times even myself, like not something I really wanted to do, which is different now. And it was something that we put off until we just had to do it. And maybe it was because we were already stressed and busy, or maybe it was because we were lazy and wanted to do other things with our time. Like, personally, I wanted to do more social things, and I wasn't very focused on that. But as the dead, but for the mandatory volunteering, as the deadline boiled down, everyone had to buckle down and get the volunteering over it, uh, because it was basically like a school project. Naturally, I volunteered with Be The Star You Are because I previously worked with them, and other people did other things, such as volunteering at a soup kitchen or a retirement home, like that kind of thing. And personally, um, as time went on, volunteering wasn't a chore to me because I'd done it a lot before, and, but a lot of people who expected it to be a chore found it rather fun, like I found it, not to mention very rewarding. I think when we're younger and just want to glide through school and have a social life and take part in various sports, which take up, do take up a lot of time, we think of volunteering as not much fun. I would guess this is because we don't have much experience working and doing stuff for others without a tangible reward. And I'm not saying this for everyone, but I think the majority of students feel this way just because we are young and it's not our biggest priority. But uh, once you put yourself out there and volunteer, I think you find out how important it is to others and yourself, you know. 
I love to volunteer, and I find that when I'm volunteering for something I'm genuinely interested in, such as working with kids at the local fair with Be the Star You Are, it is just simply fun and very worthwhile. There's something about doing things for others and giving back to the community that makes you feel really good about yourself, and it makes you feel good about you know the world that we live in. It is also a reminder that money isn't everything, and happiness is much more important in the grand scheme of life. And for those young people that have volunteered before, even regularly volunteer somewhere, you most likely understand what I mean by that. If you've not gotten around to that or figure you're not interested in volunteer work, I would highly suggest that you just try it out. And I can't guarantee anything, but I honestly believe you would enjoy it and want to do it more often. And like I said before, it's very, um, you know, Obviously, you're doing something for others, which is really important in, you know, a working society. And it's very rewarding, you know, for yourself to be doing that. So put yourself out there and you can feel the incredible feeling of giving back. It's awesome that you're on for this week because uh, this topic is basically right inside of your area of expertise being the Making a Difference yeah. reporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, actually, jumping back for a moment, why do you choose this topic of Making a Difference? What do you enjoy about, well volunteering and making a difference that made you choose this topic for your segment and well now you're talking about it here today um kind of what i was saying and what i was just talking about how um when i was younger and in school i just really didn't like why i didn't have the push to volunteer or anything and it just wasn't something that i saw as important but after like i made myself do it i i realized how awesome it is you know and just what um you know it is really important to do that. And it just made me love it. And, um, like I said before, how just money isn't everything. And I think that's a really important lesson to know. How did you first start volunteering? Um, I actually, my mom hooked me up with be the star you are. And I met Cynthia and Mm -hmm. Cynthia pushed me into doing things. And, um, Cynthia does push you into stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And it all begins from there. And obviously, you know, we're doing great things from there. Uh, it's really awesome that she mm-hmm. helps us out so much and starts, started this radio show in the first place. Hey, oh, definitely. Hey, yeah. Hey, Rachel, what would you say is the single best thing about uh, volunteering that you enjoy? Um, I think that it allows me to like meet so many different people and just make connections and get to know different people that I feel like I wouldn't know anyways. And also meeting people who are kind of... Um, Mutually, you know, giving back to the community, you know. Oh, that's actually an interesting response. I mm-hmm. never really consider too much about like, the people you meet yeah. at volunteer places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What advice would you give to incoming volunteers or people who are just interested but not ready to, to volunteer themselves? Um, I think, um, you know, maybe sometimes it's hard for people just to make the first step of like finding something to do, you know, because it's not always right in front of you. And so I would say get on the internet and start exploring things, calling people, you know, or maybe even talk, you know, not going on the internet and talking to other people who have done volunteer stuff because there's always something out there to do. So don't think you can't find it. I feel like it you know, especially going on the internet, those are all kinds of things that you could find to do. And what about Linking it to the school, to your high school or college, I'm sure there's a lot of programs within high school and college where they not only get you connected to a volunteer organization, but they give you some sort of credit for doing so. Mm-hmm. I think, um, once again, they, uh, 
you know, realize the importance of giving back and just being involved with the community and, you know, just making it work in that way. And so I think they do kind of um, make that push for people to do it. And then, you know, hopefully one day it's more natural than that. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Know. Well, yeah, it <laughs> does require so a bit of a push still. But yeah, do you no, have definitely. Do you have any specific examples? I know I remember my high school. Well, uh, Yeonju and I's <laughs> high school. I mean, they mm-hmm. actually don't require volunteer hours. Yeah. So oh, that's really? different. Yeah, that's different than most. Still volunteer. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's yeah. good to hear. In my um, government class, um, we had a required ten hours of community service. Okay. Oh, I see. So, mm-hmm. do you think yeah, that's would... a good or a bad thing? Because yes, it gets more people volunteering, but at the same time, I feel like if you're forced to do something, less people will enjoy it or really put any effort into it. That's very true, but um, I actually think that it kind of the pros kind of outweigh the cons. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people do realize that they like it and they just continue doing it. You know. Oh, so you saw that kind of result? Yeah, definitely. Oh, that is really. I, I feel good. like. Yeah, I feel like the majority of people figure out, you know, it's really not that bad doing something for free. And, you know, if you're doing something you like, like it's, you know, it's just great for everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what's the hardest part about volunteering? Um, probably sometimes like actually my job for one of the Be The Star You Are events was um, trying to get to donations because for a lot of charities, you know, it's nonprofit. So there's not, you know money just lying around to put on events. And I think it is a very hard thing to ask, especially in our economic circumstances, to um, ask people for money. That's a very difficult thing to do. And you get used to it, but like at first, it's kind of like uncomfortable to do it. <laughs> yeah, especially, so, especially. Yeah. okay, well, I can be racist to myself. So especially Asians yeah. who really don't like asking people for money. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's true though. I I have that problem, and I hate asking people for money, even if it's yeah. for charity. It's very difficult. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it's really yeah. humbling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, and it and it gets better. But that was definitely one of the hardest thing parts of it that I did. Yeah, <laughs> Rachel, what about do you think is the difference between getting an actual job and volunteering? Besides the money, what yeah. what kind of differences are there? Um. I guess it kind of depends on what you're doing and what your job is, but volunteer work, I feel like is kind of more for others. You know, you're doing it to, you know, you know, whatever it is you're doing and work is depending on your job. It's kind of more just, you know, has to be things that have to be done, you know, in a certain way. That's fair enough. What would you say is more important? Um, a hard one to say which especially is more for, I mean especially for teenagers right now I, I would say yeah. because uh, I mean we're at the age where some of us we can choose to get a job and help us get some money mm-hmm. or we can choose to volunteer because we're like if you're 30 you would most likely choose to get a job because you kind of need a job yeah, at 30 <laughs> yeah. but right now what would you say is more important at the teenage years and why? Well, I think if you had, I think if you had to choose, I think doing volunteer work at our age is a really great thing to do. And you know, we have a lot of brand new ideas that maybe we can get other stuff going. But um, I do think they are both equally important because work experience, you know, is a good thing to have. And you do, you know, it's kind of a good rhythm to get into because you're going to have to do that the rest of your life. <laughs> but see, I would actually say do both of it. Like I've volunteered a lot and had a steady job. So it's and it's not like too much, you know, you can balance it out. Yeah. And I would sure. say volunteering is actually 
a little easier to get a good volunteering position, one that gives a lot yeah. of real life experience, whereas getting yeah. a really real life experience job, like getting a job on an international radio show is going to be quite difficult, whereas you can volunteer <laughs> for us for free yeah. and pretty easily as long as you know yeah. how to talk. <laughs> yeah, my friend was actually looking for a job here and she's not 16 yet, so there's not very many places she can work. Yeah, it's hard. And see, in that circumstance, you might as well volunteer. Like, if she yeah. has extra time or she wants to do something, that's a great thing to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are out of time now. But thank you so much, Rachel, for joining us here today. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, it's always fun talking to you. So thanks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and for everybody else, thanks for joining us, too, on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. And thanks to our guests. Justin Tanucci from across the world. And thanks to you, again, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. For more fun stories written by teens, pick up a copy of Be The Star You Are for teens at bethestarur.com. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Steve Zhao. Thank you for always tuning in each and every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions, so email us at btsyateenradio at g- gmail.com. That's btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free. Get involved with the Be The Star Your Charity, buy books in our store, and sign up for our free newsletter. And without us having to ask, you can make a donation to help keep our charity alive. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you again to Justin Tanushi, our awesome guest. And uh, I've been saying a lot of goodbyes recently and I did one before I went to China but I will say this again that this is going to be my last show before I'm off to college and I hopefully will be back on the radio very soon in the meantime I'll be operating emails doing the administrative stuff so you will still hear from me like it or not again (laughs) for the last time until next week remember to express yourself Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself